Welcome to Vote with Power, podcast number 13. Our topic today is what are the 10 changes we need to make to heal America? My name is Denny Bowersox. I'm the author of the book, Vote with Power, and the founder of the organization which unites voters for the purpose of sharing ideas, solutions, help solve America's problems, and take the country in the direction voters want. The purpose of my podcast is to keep voters informed of what is going on in Washington, the direction our country is being taken, and how to get America on the path voters deserve. Our content will provide ways to unite Americans through a communication loop to shrink the toxic politics and work together to move our country forward. Voters, not our elected representatives, hold the key to fixing America's problems and steering America in the right direction. During this podcast, we will address the 10 major changes needed to save America. We are talking about what we can do to heal America through these 10 concerns. If we fail to make these needed changes, we will allow our country to continue to be destroyed. These concerns are not the problems we talked about in podcast 12. They are in addition to those problems and bigger in scope. If you have interest in going back to podcast 12 or any of our other podcasts, please just Google podcast vote with power and select the one you'd like to listen to. Today, we're addressing the major changes needed in order to save the country. The 10 changes we will be talking about are the way legislation is passed, government's financial responsibility, gerrymandering, our legal system, re-electing incumbents, deflating politics, the power of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, how to screen candidates for Congress in the future, how we must weaken the use of the executive order from the President of the United States of America and change where the money comes from for funding campaigns. Change number one is in the area of legislation. We need to stop passing multi-unrelated issue bills. Due to the hundreds and even thousands of pages in these bills, they are not clearly understood by most of the representatives voting on this legislation. To me, it is unethical to give somebody a 5,200-page document and two days to read it so they can vote on it. A few years back, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, once said, let's vote on this bill to approve it and then find out what's in it. The way these bills get passed is through pork trading negotiating process. These bills are full of unrelated programs and expenditures, bills for which most Americans would not vote. These multi-purpose bills, which are used to hide and misinform the voters of what they have in them, the name given to most bills by the member of Congress who introduced the bill, often represents less than 10% of what's in the bill, how it's going to affect us, what it's going to really do, and what it will really cost. So we've got to go to single-issue bills. 
Change two, we need to demand Congress propose, discuss, and agree on a reasonable national budget. After a budget is improved, members of Congress must live within that budget. Our country has over $30 trillion in debt. That indicates we're not functioning within our means. Much of our debt is held by China. Does that sound wise and safe to you? Last year, tax dollars, your tax dollars, paid for over $260 billion in interest payments. We could certainly use that money to better use. We have a lot of causes in America to help improve the lives of Americans instead of paying interest payments. Change three, gerrymandering is another disruptive program which is influenced by politics and for political gains. The redistricting causes redistribution of votes. This happens every 10 years when the census comes out. The program must be improved and fair to both sides of the aisle. It is not a fair tool as it is, it has become a political weapon. Change four is needed to improve our justice system. Crime is an area which is and will continue to threaten our quality of life and actually physical lives of most Americans. We need a fair and just system to be followed by all in our judicial system. We currently have what is called a fluid law enforcement which means that whichever party's in power, they set the enforcement and the level of consistency of punishment policies for their area. These policies are often not aligned with our rule of law explained in the Constitution. Most Americans want crime to be eradicated so they can have a safe environment in which to live, work, recreate, go to church, go to school, and shop in. When criminals are let go due to easy on crime policy, it creates further criminal activity. Criminal activity is reinforced because the criminals know they will not be incarcerated or hindered in any way. The behavior of most criminals won't change unless they have successful behavior modification. Americans will pay the price through future violent crimes if we let these people back in the streets. This expands the number of crimes committed. Violent crimes are committed by a small percent of people. The violent crimes and those criminals who commit multiple crimes over and over need to be removed from our society. It's the only way Americans will be safe. We have unequal prosecution process and an unjust legal system. Those in power and their friends can break the law and have little, if any, consequences. When anyone breaks the law, even the politicians and their families, the wealthy in our country, the well-known actors and actresses, and the people with business power need to have the same level of punishment that all of us have. We now have a two-tiered justice system. America is only safe 
for the majority of the law-abiding citizens who deserve fair treatment without special treatment from others. Challenge six, we need to build a screening process for deciding which incumbents we keep and which ones we throw out of office when it's the next election. This needed process currently does not exist. We usually vote for people because we recognize their name or they have spent more money demeaning the other candidate or they belong to a certain political party. All three of those reasons are not valid in electing people that are supposed to represent us and work for us. We must vote out officials who are misinforming us, lying to us, demeaning to their other representatives in Congress, or campaigning competitors. This creates polarization and is used for political gain. This must be stopped. When voters have their representatives' voting records and performance reviews, voters will stop re-electing incumbents who violate voters' code of ethics, fail to represent their constituents, fail to do their job, and fail to do what they promised they would do when they were campaigning. In addition, those who live in hypocritical lifestyles were better than you, we can do this, but you can't, activities and behaviors. Those who think they are superior and deserve special legal treatment and special benefits. Remember, they work for us, the voters. We do not work for them. As any good employee, they deserve recognition for security and also a job well done. They don't belong on a pedestal, as many of them think they should. They should also not have higher power than is due by the level of the job they're doing. They should also not become wealthy due to their position in Congress. Change six is for the voters to deflate the toxic politics. Party and big money allegiances are ruling and ruining our country by directing America in a direction voters don't want. Problems are not being solved and our country is not on a constant improvement track as it should be. Change 7. The current policy in the House of Representatives give the power to the Speaker of the House to decide which bills come out of committee and when, or if never. One person controls which bills get voted on and discussed. This represents political power and political prioritization. The voters should have input on the priorities for the legislation to work on. We know what's needed and right for us. There was a good book written a few years back which explains this ridiculous and power positioning of our legislation. The name of the book was Extortion, authored by Peter Schweitzer. It's a great read and it'll open your eyes to what's really going on in the House of Representatives. It explains how politics are corrupt. Change eight, voters need to get better and more accurate information to use in screening and voting for new candidates. They need to be less party and big money influenced and motivated. They are running as representatives of us, not to represent their party or big money first. They need common sense and have an attitude and motivation to seek 
common ground in their demeanor. Right now, our Congress is so polarized, they can't agree on anything. New candidates need to be vetted as far as moral character, have shown that they will do what they say they will do, have vision for our country, have experience and proving that experience that they have decision-making, problem-solving, and planning skills. Business experience and knowledge would also help with solving our problems and being visionary and developing plans. We need honest, caring, transparent, and accountable representatives. Those who have good ideas will share in a logical negotiation process on legislation based on who the voters want and deserve, not based on what the party or big money wants. And they need to get off from the political games. In order to fix America, we need elected members to Congress who have different skills attitudes and who commit to working with and representing us, the voters. Change nine, we need to weaken and use the executive orders from the President of the United States of America. This form of non-congressionally approved documentation holds the power over many of our laws and what's going on in our country. One man, one president of the United States is a critical issue, one of the most important ones, if not the most important in the world. However, we cannot let that one person have the power over 330 plus million people in our country. A good example is we are being forced into a new Green Deal without having the assets or resources to replace the use of fossil fuels. The president cut off our use of gas and oil exploration and drilling without having a plan in place and not having the resources to have every American be able to afford an electric car, having enough electric cars available in inventory, have enough electrical plug-in stations to support that, and we still don't know what that's all going to cost. Is it going to be close to what we are now paying and the destruction on our country that the new Green Deal is trying to avoid? Change 10, to make our democracy function and keep our freedom, we need to stop allowing wealthy individuals to fund millions of dollars to steer our elections. We must develop a fair and representative way to fund our elections. Some people are even suggesting that the federal government should allocate a fair and equal amount of funds per candidate so they're locked in to how much funds uh, they can use and where it comes from. Voters need to speak up, take action, before our country is a total disaster. Voters must unite and force these 10 changes we've just talked about. Our representatives will never make these changes without the voters' input, as those changes are not in the best interest of our representatives. However, these changes are needed to help our elected officials do their job. Thank you for sharing your valuable time with me today. Please visit votewithpower.com, votewithpower.com. To get more information, listen to the other podcasts, read our blogs, 
sign up for a free newsletter, and find out when the Zoom town hall meetings were scheduled, from which you can have input on your ideas, suggestions to help take America. You can also join our concerned voters for only $10 per month to have your hand on America's steering wheel to change the direction of our country, solve America's problems, and deflate the dysfunctional politics. Remember, without voter input and action, we will lose our democracy. Without democracy, we will lose our freedom. Without individual freedom, we'll end up in a dictatorship or an oligarchy system. Voting in America is a privilege. Making your vote count is every voter's responsibility. I hope you visit votewithpower.com. Make it a great day for freedom. Talk with you on the next podcast. Please share these podcasts and votewithpower.com with your friends, neighbors, and relatives who care about America. This is Denny Bowersox saying goodbye for now.